0: Welcome to the Disconnected Podcast, I'm Ethan, I'm Matt, and I'm Lucas. And today we're talking about uh, math, everyone's favorite subject, am I right? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. for sure well, not. A lot
1: of people hate it. But I don't think they realize how much they actually use it as a thing. Not necessarily so. use it, I think
0: it's just underappreciated, man. Yeah, true, true. It's everywhere. I mean, I like it, so I can't really... Oh yeah, I love... I love I, yeah, It's, math my, it's always great. been my favorite subject. I can't really speak against it. But... All right. Before we get into the nitty gritty though, how do you guys feel about graduating? I'm excited.
1: It's what's the word bittersweet? Yeah, bittersweet. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. The oh. most bittersweet thing I've never thought up. I'd ever use that word, but for whatever. sure.
0: Yeah, like McDonald's sweet and sour sauce times ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of sad, but like it's it's cool. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: I cried. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like recently, I or just that one time? No, just just, just the one time when I was reading. Are you gonna cry there. tomorrow? I I'll probably get teary. I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but like I, I, I cried just reading the signatures with yeah. Sarah. So. Well,
2: during our, our rehearsal today, like the first time I was going in, I was like, "Man, I'm actually excited to like see some of these people again." Like I know it's only been like two weeks, but like I haven't talked to like a heavy majority of that like, yeah, right. I, class. I
0: agree. It was it was weird, honestly.
2: Well, part when I got like, there, I, like some of people I was excited to see, and I was happy to see them, and then others were just like, "Man, I just like am happy that I don't have to see you anymore." Wow. <laughs> well, really? they were like, "It's not even like." Maybe it is a me thing. Maybe it's not. But like they were just being ridiculous. And no, yeah. there's people there that are sure, definitely sure. irritating. So I was like, like I don't know. I can't feel that bad about not seeing you anymore.
1: I guess that's like what our ten year reunion's gonna be like. Except this was like a two-week <laughs> two, yeah, <it's laughs> two a week reunion. It's been a whole reunion.
2: <laughs> our ten year reunion. When we got our dream flexes on people. Yep. Lucas mm-hmm. with his roadster. Matt with
0: the castle. Nice. I got my castle, and I just got my my slick modern home. It's us the intro. All right, so math. You guys are pretty Welcome good at math. To yeah. disconnect like you like I mean, to yeah. think you're good at math. I mean, yeah. Trent Damsky is really good at math. Adamski Damsky's amazing. He's man. absurdly good at math, and sort of makes me angry. I mean, we're all in calc, so yeah. Yeah, I say, I say we're all pretty good at math. But yeah. you're the only one going
1: for a major that is. I'm going to need to
0: take calc 87.
1: Yeah, yeah I have
2: math t- 30. How to buy a Lambo cash?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have two math classes, and I'm pretty sure I get to skip the first one because I'm math placing exam. Oh, okay. yeah, I. Didn't I know that.
2: I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a few math classes like already taken care of through like calc so so I'm sure most people's association with math is only through school and like I'd
0: say you really don't like in school like it's formulas worksheets you know basic. Teacher tells you what to do when you solve an equation or something like that. Yeah, you it, look like an
2: exponential graph, and you have to like answer questions on it, which yeah. isn't like relevant. It's not like it relevant. doesn't seem relevant. Well, that, that's the main complaint: is like how are we going to use this? Right.
1: Right. Well, like we've all had, we've probably all had talks with like math teachers before and stuff, and we've been like, how is this re- how is this going to help us in like our life? Right. And, yeah. Like, and
0: this isn't necessarily like saying how it's going to help you. I'm I want to do this episode mainly just to like show people that they should appreciate math a little bit more than they right because they, they probably don't appreciate it because well, yeah. it's
1: everywhere yeah those classes build the foundation yeah the, or the foundation for the understanding of it right so you can use like the concepts
0: just come up all the time yeah and like, like once you notice them you'll probably see them everywhere right so like right. The, the information gap you know that's what we're based off of is like only like mathematicians really like look at the world and see math mm-hmm. so i'm I'm want to try to maybe you know um, maybe see the world in a different way, in a more mathematical way, maybe appreciate math in general more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I have this episode divided into three parts. Uh, I have, I'm going to e- explain some tribes first uh, that don't even have numbers in their, like, language, and, like, they barely have, like, counting words and stuff like that. Then I'm going to go into, like, some examples of how we interact with math and then into math and nature and where it pops up in the natural world. But first, I'm going to go into these tribes. Um, If you try to imagine a world without numbers, it's probably going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. Because we, like, banking, you know, we use numbers everywhere. Well,
2: numbers is, like, one of the first things you're taught as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, you learn your your alphabet and you learn your numbers. Yeah. Like, your basic numbers. one through ten, just counting. So, like, trying to just, like, eliminate that entire like I remember always large part, sk- I rem- like, always remember skipping over eight for some reason when it count from one <laughs> to ten. Why? Because s- go one two three four five oh. six seven nine ten. I was gonna do the seven, seven eight nine joke, but it doesn't work because you skipped eight. Oh. Or like Damn. that'd have been so good. Or like
1: even when it, if I'm like, hey Matt, are you gonna finish that last half of the pizza? That's math right there. Math. Wow. Wow. Well, I was just like, but- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I like. We just, use numbers. Yeah, just like, like thinking
0: They about are how, fundamental. Yes. Right? Not even just exactly. math and numbers. Yeah. So yes. I want to first even just like get people to appreciate numbers because like if you try to imagine it, it's pretty difficult, but we don't really have to imagine because there's tribes out there everywhere that have no concept of numbers. Um, the first one of these is going to... is the Paraha tribe in the Amazon rainforest. And um, I'm reading this book called Thinking in Numbers. And it's a collection of 25 essays. And one of these essays was about tribes that don't even have numbers, or whose languages um, are just really funky with numbers from what we know in English. Uh, the evidence, the linguist that went to this tribe, his name is Daniel Everett. And um, by not having any numbers, uh, they their entire culture is different. They have no concept of, like, past, present, and future. Because, you know, like... They have no idea of like five follows four, right, and four follows three, or like three becomes before four. Well, I mean, time is so, based so much on math, yeah. So, right. so like they're only concerned about the present. Um, they never plan ahead. You know, like we always have these schedules and Google calendars or whatever to right. so, like look ahead and like what it was, what can I make, can I make this event this day? They are not concerned about that at all. They just want to survive. Uh, when trading, uh, they do this really interesting thing. Where they, uh, so they only like collect nuts, like that's their main like thing they trade with. <laughs> nice one, <laughs> <Sean> guys.
2: <Lucas>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they mainly trade with n- nuts. Okay. And when they're trading with someone, they obviously can't give them like, oh, can you give me like fourteen pounds, or or like fourteen piles of nuts? Because they can't count; they don't have numbers. So what Wait. they do is they just put their hand at some level above the ground. And they mm-hmm. keep raising it to like the pile of nuts that they have to give the trader. And then the trader finally gives them the okay when the pile is high, high enough. enough to make the trade. Hmm. So that's how they trade. If we if we didn't have numbers, that's probably how we'd be doing so it. But we have numbers, so we can trade with dollars and everything. They
2: judge it on the height of like a pile. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: yeah. It's still like the amount of it. It's well, just they don't have a. They it's not. Quanti- they can't measure it. It's not right. quantified. Yeah, they just it, there's just an
2: amount. Though. See, I thought. When I first, like, read this in the notes that it was going to be, like, they just open their hands and they just, like, put nuts in them until they're like, yeah, that's enough. No, yeah. They just sit there and they're staring at the trader and, they're like, is
0: this okay? How about this much? Oh, this is okay? And then they give them the pile of nuts.
2: So it's like a serious, like, try, check, revise kind of thing. Basically. Yep. Yeah. That's got to take a long time. It, it,
0: yeah, probably. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure what they could do is just raise their hand slowly until the trader just gives them a nod. I'm well,
2: sure. does the trader not decide the prices? Like, would the trader not just, like, give his height? Mm, I'm not sure. Because um, that that seems like it would be more, like, effective. When
0: I read it, I thought, like, the traders could totally just take advantage of.
2: Right. Well, yeah, that too.
0: That's what I thought initially. It was like, they could just keep going until the pile is up to here. And, like, I yeah, mean, that's
2: enough for this, like, stick of wood. If this stays in one tribe, I'm sure, like, they're not just going to, like, screw everyone else over for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really small, right?
0: The, the yeah. Tribe's small. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. all these are small i mean there's multiple tribes that are like this but the praha is the example in this book um so the, because they can't count or they have no nothing for counting um they have the like we they have no distinction between uh, a man and a group of men a bird and a flock of birds um the quote exactly is the praha make no distinction between a man and a group of men between a bird and a flock of birds between a grain of manioc flour and a sack of manioc flour everything is either small where their word is hoy or oy or big which is ogi hmm. um manioc flour is just like a plant you know like we have wheat like a, um a manioc is similar in the amazon to to wheat so like they have no stories or mythology either because again they have no concept of past present or future without without counting and numbers really because yeah, they have no concept of time either, so like their entire culture and like the way they do business and trading is completely different without numbers. That sounds terrible. I would hate it. I yeah, would hate if, it too. Like not being able to trade with like certain dollar amounts,
2: right? Like you know, like have currency. I'm sure if I can't that's imagine what a world without currency. I'm sure if that's it's what hard. we grew up with, it'd be fine. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like if I ever was like, oh, you have to go move with this tribe, I would I would do whatever it took to not because that not sounds do- <laughs> well. We
1: quantify literally everything, everything. in America. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Well, it's really easy
0: with currency. Yeah.
1: Well, I, mean, that, I mean. Not even just like money. Yeah. i like even talking trading. Like, you have like your Fitbit. It's quantifying your steps that you take oh, every yeah. day. Oh, like, oh and yeah.
2: heart rate. How yeah. much you sleep. How much water you drink. Yeah. Like everything is yeah, tracked. They do not care about
0: that. Care, they care about going out, finding nuts, and then giving them to the people for the supplies they need. Mm-hmm. So not having numbers just completely changes their world. Uh, that's just one of the tribes. The next one I want to talk about is the, no idea how to pronounce this, Gugu Yimithir, is an <laughs> Aboriginal tribe uh, in Australia. Uh, they they do have like n- words for numbers, but they barely grasp. They ne- don't even come close to what we are familiar with. Uh, the only words they have are for the number one, Nubun, number two, uh, Gudhira, and. Uh, they have a word for uh, a word for the number three and above, which is gundu. I don't know how the nose got they messed, really like the messed use. up here.
1: They really like the That's use. Funny.
0: They got a lot of use in all their words. Yeah, a lot of these tribes really like use, but they have a word for one, two, and then three or greater. That is it. Um, but it's strange because uh, this tribe relies highly on navigation, which I'm sure we would. Up- probably use numbers for like travel right. 3 miles west and then take a right on a road or whatever yeah. you know they navigate in the same in a similar way um but because they don't have numbers they have really just have a great sense of direction you know i'm i'm sure a lot of people if you ask them which way, direction is north it would take them either a lot of time or they had no idea at all i have no idea in this room it's that way okay that way that way um but the pro. Uh, no sorry the google tribe has Zero problem whatsoever. um It's so good that when talking to them in like normal conversation, like we would say, "Hey Matt, you have a, a fly on your left shoulder," they would say, "Like oh, you have a fly in your southwest shoulder." Just in that's normal conversation, is. which I think is don't, incredibly impressive.
2: When you de- were describing it, don't they get into like south southwest and like oh yeah, north, they, east north north or, northeast? Yeah,
0: you know south south southwest, northwest west. That's like all those. That's, that's intense. Crazy. Like, the the really specific senses of direction. Because,
2: like, I, like, I'm pretty all right with direction. So, if you said northeast or, like, north or, like, something with, like, only two, I could probably get it in a quick amount of time. But as soon as you start throwing, throwing like, north, northeast and, like, southwest, like, west, and, like, that's where it gets so much more complicated.
0: Mm-hmm. But, like, the fact that you can use a normal conversation, right. too. Like, southeast, east, shoulder. Uh, like, I don't know anyone that could possibly do that but they put in their normal language that's just how they normally speak my uh
1: my uncle at work he literally just describes everything in directions or he used to like last year mm-hmm. but then he realized that like we don't understand No one understands. That. so he's like he's like yeah move that move that uh the pile of the sand to that north bank oh yeah they would they they do that too like we would say hey can you push that bowl over a bit they would say push that bowl to the southwest a little bit yeah and i'm like i'm like uh, okay, so, like, down by the scale house, you want me to move it? He's like, no, 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 other side. And I'm like, okay, well, I have no idea what you're talking about with directions here, so.
2: So is it, like, an inherent thing? Like, they just, like, grow up learning? Yeah,
0: of course. Like, that, they find it easy because they are born. And they it. probably don't,
2: they probably don't travel much, right? Yeah. So, like, you have a few landmarks that you're like, this is, this direction. Yeah.
0: Um, But there, there's one thing interesting. Like, having a sense of direction, it, it, they, children in this tribe get, con- uh, grasp the concept of negative numbers way easier than western culture because um, i remember when i heard about negative numbers existing i was confused i did not think it was possible yeah me too um same thing with imaginary though imaginary numbers imagine too. i yeah imagine Do numbers. they grasp those no they can't. i they, i don't they can't, think right? they don't even know what imaginary numbers yeah. are but like negative numbers they cl- easily understand that taking two steps west is the opposite of taking two steps east so like negative two steps west is kind of mm-hmm. like two steps east so like why we may have issue with -2 1 right we might say it's -3 um they would easily, easily understand okay so two steps west and one step east that's just one step west so it's -1 they grasp negative numbers way easier than we do
2: so they get like adding and subtracting but how's like multiplication work for them i don't think they have it okay
0: oh they wouldn't really need it no
2: i w- i didn't think so but just clarify. No, but I, well,
0: like it's just way different. Like just by having three words for numbers in general, yeah, that's everything changes. It's just uh,
2: not precise. It's interesting. Oh, there's because, a deer like, in the yard. <laughs> oh, sick! Dude. It, it is dope. sick. It's just chilling. Is it rabid? <laughs> yeah, we get some uh, Elka-Seltzer tablets. We get some uh,
0: blue herons.
2: Herons, herons,
0: herons on yeah. the pond a lot. We get the oh. blue footed boobies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All the yeah, deer's right. Oh, the dude's
0: running, so poor guy. It's interesting because Dog's like, probably eyeing it down <laughs> because like, yeah, we, he's gonna do a lot.
1: We learn numbers as a concept of like and then once we have a understanding of them, then we can apply them to things yeah right? we
0: we find numbers pretty abstract, right, but
1: they're learning it as the application, mm-hmm. and then they're applying the concept to other things as well, yeah, so they just automatically learn it while they're doing something, which mm-hmm. probably helps for like
0: remembering and like understanding the concept even better, mm-hmm, so. Uh, now, there's one more tribe I want to talk about, and it's the Capel tribe of Liberia. And there's a lot of other tribes in uh, Africa that act this way where they have counting words, but they rarely a- apply them to numbers greater than 30 or 40. Um, and it's it's numbers in Africa, a lot of these tribes are really strange, according to this, this book, um, that they're almost like godly, like biblical. Hmm. Um, so, like a village elder... Uh, would protect, like, the solution to sums. You know, the kids do learn, like, 2 plus 2 equals 4, 4 plus 4 equals 8. Yeah. But they never even, like, begin to make a connection or teach a connection that 2 plus 2 plus 4 equals 8. Oh. Only, like, the village elders really understand that. That's interesting. So is it
2: like That's really interesting. Is it just not taught, or is it, like, kept, like, some secret knowledge? It's, like,
0: kept for, like, secret knowledge, like, to the most knowledgeable people and the wise men of the tribe. So like the, uh, the it's
1: really the, strange the elders are the experts and the
0: yeah rest of the towns are the consumers it's like gap. being taken
1: advantage Info of gap. right
0: I mean I mean I don't know they if don't, they they they're not taking advantage of. advantage of but they just know less just they know. don't need it really that's yeah. in, that's interesting that is interesting I don't get like the point yeah I, I I really don't I didn't didn't really go into why but like I'm this is just like with different way that people use numbers and like in language like we should be like appreciative of what we have. Because, like, it can be way different. um. So, like, because numbers are so precious, it's, like, kind of unethical in this tribe and many other African tribes to count people. So, you know, like, there's 50 per people in a room. In Africa, that's, like, kind of unethical. Because, like, numbers are almost godly. Which I, is is really strange. So they just say, cause like... Because it's so commonplace for us. Yeah, so they just to be like, there's a good amount of people in the
2: room? or like, Yeah, they just be work? like...
0: There are a sizable amount of people in this room, or a that's, small amount that's of people. Oh, so Zero. like how we
2: quantify things is like, it's a handful. Yeah,
0: right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that, that's a, a good way to put it. People. There's like a handful of people, but.
2: So okay.
1: like, we want to be exact here in
0: America. Yeah, we're, we're really exact and precise. Yeah. So like, all of these tribes are just examples of like, we should appreciate numbers more in general, because our world could be way different. Um, Besides just numbers in general, like math itself, we interact with a ton Every single, single every day. single day, um, indirectly or directly, um, um the example I, I'm going to bring up, and I know you guys have your own examples, is like cell phones and communications. And when mm-hmm. you're when you're typing, um, on a keyboard, you know there's sensors in there that you know uh, feel your finger, and you know then electrical signals like ones and zeros, blah 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 blah. Um, Even, like, the gyroscope, proximity sensor, no, yeah, like, those think. all play into it. I didn't think of any of that. Um, but there's tons of math in, in just this tiny little rectangle. Um, I want to talk about the actual message being sent. Uh, it, you know, it gets turned into bits and, you know, data, ones and zeros. And it gets sent through a signal out of your phone into, like, an either a cell phone tower or a satellite, um, whatever. Um, and these dishes, these dishes are actually parabolas. We might think like they're semicircles or you know, like part of a circle or something, but they're very precise parabolas. That's how they're built. And the reason they build them like this is because it's really difficult actually to send a signal to a very specific point because you're, you're trying to send it from your cell phone to a, another uh, receiver, right? And those receivers are small, you know, like as big as a cup um, or like your fist. Mm-hmm. But by doing a satellite dish, they have this property called a focus where as long as you hit the satellite. Uh, parallel to its axis of symmetry, it will always reflect to the focus. So it gives you a wider target to shoot this message. That's crazy. So it makes communication way easier. And I think that's really interesting. I did really not know that, that's I awesome.
2: knew, like, literally nothing of what he just that said. That is awesome. He said it.
0: So, like, as long as you hit it parallel to the... Hitting it, hitting or sending the message parallel to the axis of symmetry is way easier than aiming directly for the receiver on that satellite dish. right So it just has to come up. Hit, it's just gotta it's got to be go. parallel. As long as you hit it parallel, you're good. It, it'll always reflect right back to the focus. So as long as you put the receiver at the focus, I should have said that too. Right? Rece- yep. Put the receiver at the focus. All you gotta do is hit the satellite dish parallel to its axis. will right So there. if like
2: someone went into space and like tilted all the satellites, <laughs> bad, <laughs> bad news bears. Like is that actually like yeah? Really, like terrible. communications would be awry.
0: Well, like only a f- it, there's a chance of it to still hit the receiver. Right. But like it's still aiming at that previous location. Well, also the thing is, like, like on my phone, like, for
1: example, if I have, like, the contact Ethan, I'm like, do I need to reach Ethan? All right, text Ethan. I know it's going to him. Say they do that, all of a sudden, like, it goes to Matt. And, like, what if I had some dirt on you? And
0: I was talking to Ethan about <laughs> and it. And talk about that and all sudden, Then all of a sudden, it
1: comes right to you.
0: That's a big problem. So I, I, I found that very interesting because um, I knew they were parabolas, but I didn't really know why. So I looked into it, and, you know, it's just to make it easier um, to send the message and more reliable, I guess is a good way to put it, because you have a bigger target with the satellite dish. That's right. like actually pretty awesome. It is. I think it's really cool. Um, so you guys can go into your examples. I know you have some. Do you want to go first?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. This one's... So, like, I was not expecting Ethan's to be that complicated, but...
2: Mine's definitely not that complicated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this one's also a little complicated. So, uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll use this one first. So, like, any branch from a tree how it branches off into other branches uh is mathematical they branch off in the fibonacci sequence which is like well the sequence is zero one one two three five eight etc it starts off with uh two ones and then you add the previous number to it yeah to get the next one Mm -hmm. so like if you have like one branch it'll branch off into one which that branch will branch off
0: into two which will branch off into three so on mm-hmm. and then five and then that yep. was eight eight thirteen and then you got it just like t- like a bunch of tiny little like th- like twigs like twigs basically yep. and then you got like 13 on the end of them because that's I th- that is one of the numbers right yep 13. yeah it is the so one that comes after eight so then three. if you
1: like okay. if you took any two of the consecutive like branches so if you took the branch that breaks off into two and then a branch that breaks off into three and then you divided them that's actually the golden ratio
0: well it you gotta, right, like, the average. If you, you divide work, the average, a right, as you go into bigger numbers in the Fibonacci sequence, um, and and then take that ratio, like the one, the take a number and then divide it by the one below it. Yeah, you you start to get closer and closer to the to, golden okay, ratio. Okay. Yeah. You know, as you as you divide a bigger number by the one below it. Yeah. Um. So you approach that ratio as you do, the sequence keeps going on. Okay. Um. And
2: then Matt, you got your example. Um I just talk about GPSs cuz I know I deliver so I use Google Maps like all the time to help me and like Google Google Maps uses like crazy algorithms to try and find you like the fastest route possible. Mm-hmm. So I know like I'll put in like a house address and it'll be like all right this is the fastest route but this one this one's just like a little bit slower. This one's like 3 minutes slower and it'll give me like two or three options going like different ways to get there. And, like, it uses all these kinds of algorithms based on, like, distance, uh, speed limits, like, the amount of traffic in the area. Yep. Like, for concert nights, like, with Darien Lake being right there, like, I could get stuck, like, literally, like, at Pete's Pantry for, like, 15 minutes waiting for traffic. So you have to think, like, at what point does it come better for me just to turn right and, and go then go around. around instead of just sitting and wait? And, like, like that's math. Like yeah. it's not like <laughs> well like
1: yeah. yeah yeah we get what you're saying yeah
2: like and Google does that for you and it uses all the algorithms to like help you get and like do it, it does it for you yeah so and we're and
0: we're not the uh, the Google Yimadir tribe you know we need no. G-
2: we we kind of need yeah we need that sense
0: of direction and the GPSs and stuff like that mm-hmm. so, so this is
1: actually a good time to plug Elon Musk uh, his one of his first companies that he founded was Zip Two. And they were the first ones to track between two distances to, like, help people, like, find how to get from one place to another quicker.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, so, they, they opened the door, right, for, yeah. like, what Google yep. Maps does now.
1: And then, obviously, Google improved. On, I mean, they have so much data
0: that they're just oh, yeah. automatically oh, better. Yeah. But I do have one more example. I got, I got another one, too. Oh, okay. Um, and this one's more, like, with statistics. Okay. Um, our brain automatically mm-hmm. is able to, mm-hmm. like, dictate what's normal and what's unusual. But this can this idea can be described statistically. Um, uh, a lot of people say I'm tall uh, for yep. good reason. I'm, I'm like six four, six five ish, and the average height of a person in the U.S. is five foot nine, and standard deviation, which is like, how uh, was, was the best way to
1: say it? It's like, uh, well, if you like look at the normal the normal curve and stuff, so like sixty, what is it, sixty three
0: percent of people
1: about, are going to fall in within one standard deviation above and below the average. Yeah. So that like by saying 5'9". So about
0: sixty six percent of people are between uh in the US are between six feet tall and about uh five foot six. Right. So you can say most people are gonna
1: be between that. Yeah basically.
0: Um so with these numbers you can calculate what percentile you're in and a good way to describe percentile is, like, if I'm in the 90th percentile, that means there's only about 10% people, like, taller than me. Right. Um. So I, I did that, and I did that for you, too, as well. I'm in the 99th, 99.7th percentile. Um, That's ridiculous. And they also gave this cool stat, like, if about one in every 310 people are going to be taller than me. Yeah. Um. That's not a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but, like, our RIT, like, I knew I'm not going to be, like, stand out at RIT right, luckily cuz there's 18,000 18, 18, people there. Um but like in dinky little Pembroke yeah. where there's literally 300 people in the school. The only person that's as tall as me is Tyler Wachowski.
2: Yeah, you walk like <laughs> right. you walk into a room so, and people see you immediately and they'll know it's you or or that Wocho. Wocho.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um it's yeah. Uh Lucas is in the 96.4th percentile. About 1 in 22 people are taller than you. And Matt is in the seventy nine point six percentile. And about yes. one in five people are in a room are taller than you. <laughs> hey man, I'm above um, average. You're above average. Uh, nice for you. Nice job, dude. Yes, let's go. That's all I like to hear. Um, but like, we don't need these stats and the, like these percentiles and standard deviations to know this. I think it's really interesting how our brain is automatically able to like catch on that about five nine here is average, right? You know, and like they can see me and be like, whoa, that dude's tall. That is unusual. Not many people are that tall. Mm-hmm. And then they can look at like I don't know, Francesco or Brandon and be like, That dude's short. Yeah. Right. Well
2: like, how tall how tall is Brandon? He's like
1: five, five seven. seven. Yeah. Like I don't even know like I mean I, I feel like with you guys, like when we've been like walking around somewhere or whatever, I'm like that guy's average height. Like I just say that. And I don't know his exact height, but like I can just tell by looking at like if I'm with around to a ton of people, you can look at all their heights. Yeah. And your brain just automatically does it and it's right. like That's that's the average. Yeah, and like I feel like, or it looks like that. Or
2: even if you're at like a tall man club, and you got like a bunch of like six and seven (laughs) footers walking around, like you can still like look at a group of them, and be like, wow, that guy who's like seven four, while the rest are all like six six. Right. You'd be like that guy's. You still recognize that guy as tall, while you'd recognize like a six six person is like about average. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I
0: guess it's all relative too.
1: Right.
2: Right. So our brain is able to notice trends. And everything
0: like that extremely easily, automatically, and like that's how we define things as weird, you know, like peop- stereotyping. Really though, yeah. Like, in our school, like being six foot four, or six foot five is weird, right? Because everyone there's else is two more average. people who are that tall. I, well, I can I think it was about six foot. Big Al, Big still Al, is so. still, about, but that he's tall. A, he's a teacher, but yeah, you're a student. Matter. Yeah, but still, like. That's how we think things are weird. Our brain does that automatically. And it, like, and it goes back to statistics. It can be explained statistically. I think that's pretty neat. That is cool. That is cool.
1: So, again, for my example, uh, it's a little bit It's complicated. So, if you take the length of a river and you divide it by the length... like uh, So, like, a river would, like, come down and be, like, kind of bendy, right? Like a snake. Like a snake, like yeah. A snake. So, if you take the, like, length of that by, like, going down through it, then... And then you divide it by the length of the direct route, like the straight line from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Then that's the sinuosity of it or the bendiness of the river, right? Okay. And if you take the average sinuosity of every river in the world, it's pi. Really? So that the average bendiness of a river is pi. Of <laughs>
0: the average bendiness. Uh, that, I mean, that's the best way to describe it, really. Yeah. That's like, that's
2: crazy to think about. Yeah, it's just
0: weird. Well,. The next part of this episode is how math comes in to nature. Right, nature is a, is scarily mathematical. Yeah, yeah, it and is. that's an example of it in the trees too. The trees yeah, that's the Fibonacci. A um, I have an example that has to do with flower petals. Okay. Um, I find this too too cool. Um, so you explained the Fibonacci sequence and that ratio is there's a way to come up with the golden ratio. Yep, Phi mm-hmm. is is the Greek symbol for it there's another way um through an infinite sum so if you start if you take 1 plus 1 over 1 plus 1 over 1 plus 1 over 1 plus one, over one, plus 1 if you keep going on to that forever um you have to try to find what that is um you say set that entire thing equal to x okay 1 plus 1 over 1 plus 1 over 1 since it goes on forever and it's just ones you can do that first, like, um, denominator, like, 1 plus 1 over, and that everything under that is the exact same as the whole thing, right? Because it's infinite. Yeah. Um, so you can set that denominator equal to x as well because okay. that's also equal to the whole thing, and you just solve that equation, and that gives you the golden ratio. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it also comes from that. I think that's, like the, like, the definition, technically, of the golden ratio is through that sum. Not the Fibonacci sequence. The like super like wordy, like I like I if I just read this I have no
1: idea what it means. Yeah example. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it, it's just cool that it comes from the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah it is. But flower petals um simulate this golden ratio. Say you have like the center of a flower and it has to put petals around that center. Um it's gonna rotate and put petals um at certain points. So say you have the center and it starts, and you do a fourth rotation to put on a new pedal. Yep. So you have a pedal on the right, and then you do a fourth rotation, so you have a pedal on the top. Then you have one on the opposite side, uh, side. one on the bottom. But then the next pedal is going to be on the right side, and it just stacks on top of the other one. Yeah. And it just keeps going. It's like a cross, or like a, yeah, I guess a, a cross sign. plus sign, plus yeah, sign. yeah. That just keeps going on forever. That's very inefficient, in like a waste of space. Yeah, nature yeah. doesn't like to be inefficient, you know Darwin's theory of evolution or whatever. You know, the the most efficient flowers are probably going to live on. Right. Yeah. Right. So, what eventually happened is, uh, flower petals actually rotate irrationally, so they don't stack on top of each other, because that like that's just how irrational numbers work. Um, and there are flowers out there, and if you look at them, that they. Or actually, first of all, if you put, in a, you put it in a computer model okay. um, and you rotate it by the golden ratio, it's like incredibly efficient. Like There's no wasted space, no power petals stack on top of each other, and it just keeps budding out, and there's petals everywhere. There are flowers that look exactly like that computer simulation in the real world. Um, yeah. I, if you literally just go to Google and search golden ratio flower petals, yeah. you'll see what I'm talking about, it, and it'll look really cool. And you'll see the flowers, you know, spiraling around the center, and that's the golden ratio is just right there. That's nature. awesome. That's I th- awesome. It's it's nature doesn't like to waste space. Nice job, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it, it it's just incredibly efficient, and uh,
2: that's just, I don't know. It's, I, no, think it's, I just think it's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was like you were looking at those pictures right before we started. Yeah, yeah. Those are those were definitely those are definitely interesting to look at because it looked perfect. Oh, but yeah, exactly. There's
0: yeah. nothing imperfect about that. It's just perfect efficiency. You know, you get the most sunlight on the petals. Um, it's very dense uh, petal structure. Um, and it's just a very good flower. Very I mean, like good flower. Yeah, this is really nice.
1: These are like, this like, stuff like this about the, like, tree branches, these flowers, the river. It's not stuff that, like, you use in your everyday life and, like, maybe you aren't aware of that you're using numbers for. But it's just cool stuff that's happening in nature that,
0: like. we don't realize it yeah if you
1: dive deep into it you can you can see it and then understand
0: it and like and like you see it every day just be and you just don't you don't realize it not all of it's by chance either like they rotate by the golden ratio for a reason it's because it's efficient right and the petals don't stack on top of each other you're not wasting space there's a reason for it that the flower does that yeah the the, the best flowers are the the ones that rotate that much and they're going to ones they're the flowers that are going to live on in the future they're the ones that are gonna drop more seeds because they're more nutritious, or getting more nutrients, more sunlight. Right. There's more area for uh, like st- bees to pollinate it. Yeah, that too. Because, because it's all sped out. Synthesis. Um. It, photosynthesis.
2: Yeah. Photosynthesis. <laughs> That's what I had in mind.
0: <laughs> um. So like, it's not by chance that you see this math in nature. It's, it it is there because it's the best way to like for a plant to grow. Right. Or and that
2: that helps like illustrate the fact that. People didn't just make up numbers. Like yes, they made up numbers, but the concepts exist and it's all tied together.
1: Yeah, we we made them up to understand
0: the concepts, right? Like Because
2: yeah. I, I always remember being like, okay, but like, who decided that that's just how it is? No one. No one. Like it actually is just how it is based on like nature.
0: But like using numbers just on I, 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 my opinion just makes the world turn easier. It makes it work. Yeah. It just makes every like currency, makes everything so much easier. Yes. yes. Like that those tribes like having to put your hand above a pile, that that does not I don't
2: want to do that. Well, a capitalistic system like we have in the US would never work. Never without never. currency. Nope. Never. Well,
1: I mean like yeah, that's just it's ridiculous. Like if the guy had like if he bought whatever, like wood from this one guy and he raised his hand a certain height, then the next week he needs more wood. He comes back, but he raises his hand like shorter or below or mm-hmm. below the initial height. Like there's no way he could Keep track of how high that was.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like you'll never. It's never gonna be the perfect amount in a pile. Its height could depend on how it falls. Like if you do a pile, and I'm really good at stacking nuts, I could. <laughs> like I could. St- you could just
0: have like a tower. Yeah, like, just like, like a one stack rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like
2: it doesn't necessarily have to be a pile in like a cone shape. It could literally just be like a just like really, a line up of nuts. Like if you're really, like really good. good at it, like, and those,
0: like there's
1: so many, there's so much room for error. Yeah, I mean, there still is a ton of room for error, oh, but like course. numbers are. They're precise. Yeah, they're helping uh, lim- they d- eliminate that, I guess. Yeah.
0: they. We understand the universe and just the world we live in way better with numbers. Yes. They, they, not, math is often called the language of the universe, and I truly believe that. Like, you can connect a lot of things with math. Mathematical yeah. models to help us with traffic. You know, in the GPS, like Matt mm-hmm. was saying. You got satellite dishes to help us with communications. Uh, they're just just math is everywhere and there's math
2: there's math in nature,
0: like math in nature like
2: nature humans didn't put that there, no, like that's just
0: how it is we, um, we found it like we saw that hey that the way these petals um rotate is the golden ratio, but like we didn't cause that, the plants did that themselves, and we were like, wow, that's really efficient right Let's um, uh like there's probably a reason, and there is it's evolution, yeah, it's the best way for that plant to grow,
1: I mean even the the audio right now it's going through this mic and then
0: into the program oh it's it, it, you, you your voice is projected as a wave then it hits like this small film on the microphone the, mic. the microphone vibrates and somehow that's transmitted into an electrical single yep and then that goes Sing, into the single. computer single, single. single.
2: single. signal, single the computer
1: go. like compresses or whatever and visual. and then you can see the wavelength on the the audio being recorded yeah on audacity it, and all that and then when you like have to cut it have to normalize it, everything. That's all math working behind the scenes. Yeah. I, I
0: I used a cell phone for a reason. This tiny rectangle that like we just use every day, like hours upon hours it's per under-appreciated. day. Underappreciated. It's underappreciated, and I I that's like we don't really we're exposed to equations and formulas. Nothing n- nothing much more. Yeah, so like we don't really realize that there's a lot going on here that we don't know about and only really the mathematicians or the engineers the scientists they really they know what's going on they, they appreciate it, it yeah, but yeah because we
2: don't they're very very knowledgeable on it
1: or yeah. like i know for sure like when you're taking a picture um like you take a picture and then and if it's like a jpeg or whatever it initially it already like edits it and compresses it mm-hmm. when you, before you even and then that's a raw picture right Well, you can take, like, raw photos, but then some cameras don't. They just automatically give you a JPEG, and then you can edit it. Yeah. But the raw picture is without any, like, compression or anything. But the JPEG's obviously not good because of all the math working behind in the camera to process it and then show it to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, like, even on Snapchat, on iOS, um, when you take a picture on Snapchat, sometimes, like, if you have an iPhone, you know it might, like, lag before the picture comes up. And that's because it essentially it's like always like taking pictures in the background on snapchat okay and then you take a picture and then a little bit before and a little bit after it takes them combines them together compresses it and that's the picture you have oh um, mm, but I on android that. it doesn't okay on android it's it what it does is like because on snapchat on ios it's actually using the the camera okay but on um, android I, i'm kbhd explain this and i, think I hope I i'm explaining it like i'm doing it justice but I'm trying. So on Android, it essentially has like the camera open, right? And then when you take the picture, it just t- screen captures the picture that's on your screen. So like on iOS, it's actually taking a picture. Okay. Where on Android, it's just oh, it's like scr- taking, it's like a screenshot. Yeah, it. on Android, it's just screenshotting the view that's being captured through the camera on your screen, that's what which you is often say. why people are like, iPhones take way better pictures. Like, yeah. Yeah, Snapchat like you always get the like potato camera or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah,
0: so I didn't. Know I thought that. that was really interesting. Yeah, that's thought actually I had I, no idea. I had no shout out to either. MKBHD. MK, MKBHD. Also, shout out to Number File. That's the video where I got the flower petals from. Okay. Um, they have a ton of cool stuff on on that channel. Yeah, they do. They have uh, an, an elliptical pool table. That's um, awesome. That's that's that, that is, is awesome. amazing. That is so cool because that one also has this property of an ellipse has two foci. Um you know like a circle has like the center. Yeah. You know and then like a uh, ellipse is like an elongated uh uh, uh s- circle
2: similar to an oval like yeah. the earth.
0: That's an ob- oblate That's spheroid. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. This um, is Gibson would be disappointed
2: in you. Sorry, sorry. But like by
0: stretching that circle the the center like kind of gets split apart and you have two foci. Um what they did with this elliptical pool table is they put the hole um at one of the foci and then um you start the cue ball um at, at the other foci and two other balls and and an eight ball. Or no, you put the, the, the red ball and the yellow ball and the eight ball in between the two foci. Okay. And then that's how you break is you just hit that. That's awesome. Um so what you have to do in order to like get it in the hole, like they made the rule that you have to bounce the cue ball off the wall. But, but what the thing is That'd be hard. Or no, you have to bounce the, the red or the yellow ball or the eight ball off the wall. So you, what you there's a property of an ellipse is if you, uh, from one foci, like shoot a projectile from the foci off the wall, no matter what direction, as long as it's from the, uh, one foci, it will always intercept the other foci. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, that so sweet. You're at one foci, like the hole's at the other. As long as you sh- just hit it at the wall and you're at that fo- first foci, it will always reflect into the hole. That's really cool. But like, obviously, you don't start the cue ball at the foci every single time, right? So you have to hit like the red ball as if there was a projectile coming from the other foci. Mm-hmm. All right. So then it bounces off at the right angle, hits the wall, and then it gets Goes hit the, into the hole. That's crazy. That's awesome. It, it's it's really
1: cool. Uh, I have a for another shout out. Uh, I got the tree branches and the rivers. From Siraj like Rival or something like that is his last name. I don't know. He does a lot of videos on. We'll like, put in the description or something. Yeah, he does a lot of videos on like Python and numbers and computer science, data science. I think that's what he does. And
0: Vsauce is really cool if you're just looking for other channels. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> ASAP yeah. If you just want v- Vsauce is really cool. Vsauce and Numberphile are always pumping out math and Ooh, like you, you, can, learn, like, you Dude, can he's lear- awesome. You can learn a lot from these people and like A S A P Science Metaphysics. Physics. Yep,
2: they're both good uh, ones too. All these
0: it called three blue one brown three three right? blue one brown is way more abstract well that's like, like super complex that's super complex yeah like we watched that video on cryptocurrency yeah no idea what the hell oh happening. my god no idea what. The i hell remember that video happening.
1: and the, the rest of them are more like the first four minutes i got the rest of the channels are more like how does this like relate to your real life like how do we apply these concepts right yeah
0: that more so well, three blue one brown is way more abstract and way more in depth if you're really into math definitely check out three blue one brown yeah for sure but if not Numberphile, Vsauce, Veritasium, Minute Physics—those are all really cool channels. If you want to learn a little bit more about math or science, all right, awesome. I—I'd I'd say that's good. I hope everyone uh, appreciates math just a little bit more. Yeah, appreciates it as much as I do. I love math a little bit too much. <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> I have an intimate relationship. <laughs> Come on. All right, all right. Stay Peace. classy
2: and get connected.